first question is your full name. Yeah, what is your what is your full name? Donald Dean Bischel. And then day and date of birth. May 20, 1932. And then um, the story behind your name, if you know it. I was born in a in a home, not in the hospital, uh, and we lived in this home until I was five years old. Is it the is that the home that was right across the street? No, no, no this is a different one. Okay. Um, did you have any nicknames growing up? Uh, not early years, but when I was in high school, uh, some of my buddies thought I looked like some character on TV, and they called me Satch. Satch in high school. That was the from the Bowery Boys. I would describe my parents as very hardworking people, not not having much money while we were growing up, but uh, just worked continuously long hours in the day. And my dad was a, a worked for a farmer, and my mother was a farm laborer, and that's how they got their start. What was your father's full name? Peter Bischel. Molly Bischel. Um, do you know uh, mother and father's date of birth and place of birth? <laughs> My dad's was January 8th, 1903. And my mother's was June 25th, 1908. Do you know where they were born or any? They were both born in, in uh, the Volga area of the Russia. And do you know when they immigrated to? Um, my dad was, was just very small, probably weeks or a few months old. My mother was two years old when they immigrated to the United They both came to the United States. Uh, I'm a little mixed up with one uh, One family came to Texas and the other family came to New York. They all came to Ellis Island? I think that one family can't... You know, they didn't give us much history when, when we were growing up. Were they... Did they speak... English natively? Or? They didn't know any English until they started school. Uh, all they spoke was German, and, uh, and they, learned, they learned pretty fast because uh, my dad, as I grew up and realized, he didn't even have an accent. 
my mother did have an accent, so they did learn learn their English properly. Um, what did your so you already you talked about what your mom did for a living? Mm -hmm. um, your father was a farmer, you said. He he was he was employed on a farm. What, uh, so, this says name your brothers and sisters and their years of birth, um, but it, like in order as well. Like, were you the oldest or were you second or? No, I was the young. There was just two of us. My sister was born, um, darn, what month was she born? I think my sister was born in June also in 1930. Okay. And, um, and you were the youngest and born in 1932? Mm-hmm. You can start with your mom's side or your dad's side. Yeah, my my mother's uh, uh, parents, who I, of course I knew, but I didn't know my my father's parents that well. Um, they were I I only got to know them when they had uh, bought a little ranch and uh, grape ranch, and uh, <laughs> they worked so hard and. Uh, to eke out a little living, and that was, of course, during the Depression, and they they just, everything they, all their food was was grown right there at the ranch. They didn't, uh, I don't think they, I don't recall them ever going to the store and buying any food. They had everything that they needed. They worked very hard, long hours, and uh, they did all their own work. Uh, they had a, a family from Texas that came and lived, uh, pitched a tent out at their, by their almond trees, and, and they helped them through the harvest, but all the rest of the work they did themselves. They were, uh, our, the ranch that my folks eventually got was uh, located adjacent to theirs, so that's why we got to know them more. My dad's mother, birth mother, was. Uh, she died in birth, giving birth to the, the next child after my dad. And uh, his father, uh, I knew him just very little. Uh, question is uh, what our house was like growing up house was a small house uh, it, it was it probably was uh, I think it was probably 800 square feet uh, had a, a, a kitchen which in those days everybody did all their visiting in the kitchen 
uh, had a porch, a porch and a, a two bedrooms, a living room, and one bath. And their all their washing was done in a uh, a room outside outside the house. For the washboard. And uh, yeah, and they had uh, homemade lye soap or anything. Yeah. They 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 wrung everything out by their hand, you know, and hung them up to dry. Um, yeah, they had they had in this room was a big cast iron kettle with a, which you could put a fire underneath it, and they used to cook a, a watermelon and made molasses out of watermelon. They would. This huge kettle was probably, <laughs> it was probably a hundred gallons. It could hold, and they would cut up watermelons and uh, uh, cook it until it turned to molasses, and uh, and then they also made their soap in this. They never bought soap. They they took uh, lard, fat from food that they had saved. And, Put it in this big vat, and they—I uh, don't know what they put in it to make it astringent enough to clean things, but there was something they used beside the fat, you know, that made the soap. And uh, it was strong because it, it cleaned it cleaned better than most of the soaps do nowadays. So that was kind of that part. That that room was on a what they called a tank house, and a tank house. In those days, uh, it was about 30 feet vertical, and it had two rooms and then a tank. And the purpose of the tank was it was high enough that it would give pressure that they could have some pressure in their house and also irrigating their yard and stuff. But and it had a windmill on it that if the if uh, uh, the windmill uh, would would serve the, uh, would get the uh, the water from the well and bring it up to that tank. And in the days that uh, there wasn't any wind, we'd have to disconnect it from the, the shaft that went to the windmill and we'd have to pump it by hand. <laughs> and then we'd only pump enough water just for the house use. And uh, hopefully that there'd be another wind or breeze come up. I used to live when I was younger. Used to live in the summertime in this this room that was in the second floor. It was a it was a bedroom and it had three sides had windows, so I could have nice cross ventilation. It was nice to sleep there. Uh, we didn't when we were working on the farm. We didn't take baths inside the house. We had a big old uh, metal tub that we'd we'd each take a bath one at a time in this room that was in this tank house and uh, never never wanted to get go in the house dirty so once we took that bath in that tub we'd, we'd go in the house clean. Would you heat the water up? Uh, this big vat that I was talking about that it multi-purpose things we'd put water in there and and heat it up and then dip it out and put it in 
either by buckets or some way to get it into the tub. What was the, um, going back, what, what did they use the molasses for? Did they sell it or did they just... Pardon me? It? What did they use the molasses for? Uh, they had, they had, um, we used to, my, my parents used to put molasses in a dish and pour cream on it. And that was kind of a delicacy, and we'd dip bread in it. That was, it wasn't a dessert. It was just kind of a, a little extra thing that it was uh, something that you did when you couldn't afford to buy things, so you, you made do whatever you could. I remember you showing me a picture of your father, and I, it was like he was wearing a big hat. Mm -hmm. And he had like pistols. Can, yeah. Can you describe describe him? He was he was uh, he he was really um, like the old western style, and he he didn't he didn't um, wear it when when he was working, but he he had a uh, he had a cowboy outfit that he had a big cowboy hat like you described and. <coughs> And um, he had this big old pistol that was so heavy that I couldn't even lift it until I was about 12 years old. And he would carry that on his side sidearm, mostly in parades and stuff, you know, for celebration. And he made all of his own, he made his own belt, belt that the pistol went in and made all the little loops that the bullets went in. Mm -hmm. And he he also had these cuffs that you'd ever seen in cowboy movies, and he made those. He could. My father, uh, unfortunately, I didn't uh, inherit it from him, but he could he could fix anything. My dad could make anything and fix anything. He was uh, pretty resourceful. Um, what is um, what? Says, tell a favorite memory of your father. Hmm. He liked to, he liked to joke a lot, and uh, uh, he he had times when he was very serious, but there were times when he could really uh, have a good time, and he loved to dance. And uh, he would, when they would, they'd get together. They they'd uh, with my aunt and uncle, and they would they would dance up a storm. But uh, he he did like to tell uh, you know tell funny true stories uh, about everything or what he did when he was younger that. Uh, he was kind of a daredevil. He would tell me some things that I couldn't believe a person would do. <laughs> like he told me one time about hanging on the on the vein, the on the windmill, that the vein that goes out that directs the air. And he was up there hanging on that thing, flipping over. That's <laughs> about thirty feet off the ground. Uh, you know things like that. He loved to drive fast, and uh, uh, he, he, you know, he just uh, he, he could take chances. He was 
serious in what he did, but he, he, he would take his chances. Um, we'll keep going on that vein. <clears throat> Tell about some good advice that your father gave you. Well, uh, <laughs> probably the, the most uh, uh, things that I carried on for all my life was uh, to uh, really watch what you're spending money on and uh, don't buy frivolous things. You better better know that you really need something before you uh, spend your money on and and uh, uh, he he just he food he always made you understand that food was the most important thing that you you bought and other luxuries there were no luxuries although i will say he always liked to have a nice car and uh, uh, that was probably his his luxury. Um, did your father ever make you a special gift or give you a special gift that you remember? Do what? Did your father ever make you a special gift or give you a special gift that you remember? Oh, they... You know, as I was growing up, they always had... You know, in those days, uh, there wasn't the love of parents and children like it became later on. But they they would buy things that they thought I'd like or or want, and I always had good toys. Even the years when they didn't have money to to do. It, Christmas always had a spe special gift, you know. I'd have, I'd get football and basketball and baseball, glove, you know, th things like that that probably not all the kids got, but but they thought it was important that uh, it, it was their, ex I think it was their expression of love, you know. It wasn't, there wasn't any, it was never a verbal expression of um, you know the feelings, uh, but it, it was we always had, we always got treated fair, and uh, uh, they taught me. When I go back to where my dad taught me something, he taught me how to work, and uh, and work work long hours and 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 hard, and uh, I I was always thankful for that in my later years and. That he did teach me that type of. Um, so I, I haven't seen a picture of your mom. Can you describe her? Yeah, she was, she was very, very demanding. Uh, she did not. Um, She and my dad were kind of the opposite. He was, he was kind and, and gentle, and uh, she was very forceful and demanding, and, and, and people uh, always knew that they didn't want to get in a verbal exchange with her because she'd usually win the battle. Uh, but uh, she, was, she was caring 
to the point of of um, making you do the right things at the right time and and uh, always letting you know that if you didn't do the right thing that there was consequences and we had consequences <laughs> usually at the end of a stick or a strap but anyway it was um, you know the the lessons were hard but but I think we it was necessary to go through that that uh, period in age and uh, as we grew older the, the 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 hard times weren't as, as bad as they were earlier but uh, they always uh, even though they could afford things later on they always let you know that you couldn't get things that you know, just because you wanted them, because there's usually something else that was more important, and mo mainly uh, to feed the feed the family. So yeah, the way the microphone works, I can actually hear when you when you rub on it. So if you, uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite memory of your mother? You know, I I um, I remember when I got later years and in high school and I got in athletics. They never, even though they they had had work to do and and needed to be home, they they always go to all all of my athletic functions, and I, I always appreciated that, knowing that they really didn't have time to do it, but they took time to do it, and. Uh, uh, certain uh, ways she cooked, you know, were there. I had favorite things, and she'd always make sure that uh, she'd cook those special things when I, when I, uh, uh, when my special events came, birthdays or or anything. Uh, what were those things like? German sausage? Or yeah, cake? and they made they made uh, you know. When we grew up, we thought everything was German, and then we we found out later, as we met Russian people in our adult years, that being the years that they grew up in Russian, that they learned a lot of the cooking <laughs> was Russian. It wasn't always German food, and, and we had things that, you know, everything they made, of course, was from scratch. So, yeah, the German sausage was a favorite, and then they had a... Uh, a thing that was uh, the place of a took the place of a hamburger is called baroques baroques and um, that was a favorite uh, and it it have to be special occasion when they'd make things like that you know they always made their own sausage they always made their own uh, anything they never bought things like that but even as they uh, they had uh, gotten a little bit where they could afford things. They still made all their own stuff. Um, so I'll, I'll switch back and forth here, but um, <clears throat> who did you play with the most when you were growing up? Well, you know, neighbor, neighbors were kind of few and far between, and I, I really didn't have anybody to play with until we really uh, got to uh, to school and did all of my playing in school and never 
had anybody over at the ranch to, to play or anything. Um, what were your favorite toys or activities that you liked, liked to do? The what? Favorite toys or any activities that you liked doing? Well, I guess, I guess my uh, bicycle uh, the first bicycle I had was was I thought was a little extravagant and but it was my favorite thing and I I was probably on it every day as much as I could I uh, I don't remember toys when I was younger before this age you know when I was uh, very young I don't recall toys that really uh, attracted my attention but but um, those those things and and I I would uh, play play I, I was by myself and I'd throw baseball up against the barn and and catch it coming off of there and that that's how I, I played because nobody was around except my sister and she didn't play those things with me and so my dad always had something that I could play. He made a big old pad on the barn out of gunny sacks and put cotton in the middle of it so it wouldn't break all the boards in the barn, and, and that was always uh, uh, fun to do. Um, how you describe your childhood bedroom? Well... <laughs> Being it as only a two-bedroom home, my sister and I had to share the bedroom, and it was very small. Had uh, small, we each had a small bed, and uh, barely enough room for a dresser. It was we didn't spend much time there except just to sleep, and uh, uh, it was it. I remember it had window two windows, so you could open them at night and get nice air circulation. Uh, neither one of us snored that I know of, so we, we always had a good night's sleep. Um, it was, <laughs> we're thinking what the luxuries you have nowadays for four people to use one bathroom, you had to, you had to be a kind of inventive to know when, when to use it. <laughs> And when not to. Um, <clears throat> I don't remember if I asked you what your sister's name. Shirley. Shirley. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so family meal time as a child. Can you we, describe that? We always had breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and we always had. Uh, most of the time, we had sausage and eggs and uh, different different uh, ways the eggs were made you know they're hard-boiled or scrambled or fried and and uh, our lunches were usually sandwiches of uh, some kind and uh, dinners were always a special meal that it was um, Always had plenty of milk. We uh, 
had had a very good variety of food I remember of and, and uh, it was uh, the type of food that was now when you look upon it in these day and age they had really the uh, the main necessities for building a good body I think because we all grew up and, and we're still here so we must they must have done something right with us is that where you got your love of hot dogs? Oh, yeah, hot dogs. Hot dogs were, yeah, was something. And we'd, you know, when we'd go to the fairs and stuff, we'd always get special treats uh, that was different. We'd go to town maybe at least every other week, and we'd always have hot dogs for lunch and Chinese food for dinner, and we'd come home. Oh, on the way home, we'd stop and have a, have a milkshake. So that was, that was a, a typical uh, shopping day in town. Um, what were your pets growing up? I had a dog, and uh, it was a very smart dog. This dog was, um, we were probably... Oh, I'd say more than 200 feet from the from the road, and our paper delivery man had a car that had uh, exhaust pipes that made a little noise, and the dog learned to catch that sound. And when he heard it coming, he would start running for the road to wait for the paper. And he would get the paper, and he would bring it in, but he would hide it, and he wouldn't let us have the paper until we gave him a treat. So once you gave him a treat, he'd go off and bring the paper in. My, my dad, he'd get the biggest kick out of that. That dog was smart enough to know that he could get a, a treat if he hid the paper on us. What was his name? Toby. Toby. Yeah. Um, what is your earliest memory? The what? What was your earliest memory? Uh, I I th I think I remember. I think I can only remember back to four years old or maybe late threes, you know. And I remember we had where I was born. We lived across the street from us was section houses for the railroad uh, track, and the people that lived in those houses were were uh, uh, workers who every, in those days, uh, the railroads had, every so often they'd have houses where the workers would stay in and they'd, they'd maintain the, the railroads between, from one section house to another. And I remember going over them, uh, became good friends with the, the people, the young people, and, uh, uh, we we thought we were very poor, and I remember coming home one day and telling my mom, I says, you can't believe what I had for lunch over there. And she said, what was it? And I said, it was a piece of bread with shortening on it and a little sugar sprinkle on that. That's all they had for lunch. That's how poor they were. And I thought, boy, I know we always had decent food, you know, and, and I thought the, those those... <laughs> there, there were people that were much worse off than we were. Uh, 
and those those are some of my my childhood. I would we would um, we had our yard was right by the road, but it was fenced, and and I remember playing in the yard quite a bit, and and um, uh, families that came our mailboxes were close to our house, so families that would come to get their mails, we could mail, we could visit with them, and that's probably the only time we saw other people. Uh, there was just not much time to uh, do any visiting because those days everybody, they worked in their spare time. It was, they were tired and went to bed. It, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a social, social time. Um, what you miss most about being a child? <laughs> Well, I think I miss probably the fact that I, I didn't have a brother to play with. You know, I, I, a sister was just not, uh, was not a substitute for a boy. And uh, there were things that I, I would have loved to do instead of doing things by myself always. Uh, you know, shooting baskets, uh, throwing the ball up against the the barn and, and um, throwing the football in the air and running and catching it, it just, it was just not a good substitute for, for another companion. And that's what I probably, uh, uh, if I, I think back that I, I would have missed the most. Uh, the naughtiest thing that you've ever done. Oh. At, uh, as a, as a child. Child. Well, I remember the naughtiest thing I did. I was out in our yard, in this house that I was born, and I, for some reason, I threw, threw a pretty good-sized rock, and I have no idea why, what prompted me to do it. I threw it, and somebody was at the mailbox, and I hit him on the head. And boy, he, he it didn't knock him out, but I don't remember if it was a woman or a man, but they went down and I ran in the house and boy, I never ever, to this day, nobody ever knew I did that. <laughs> it was the worst thing I'd ever done. You never got caught. Never got caught, boy. That was, I, I just cannot imagine what possessed me to do something like that. I don't, I didn't think we were in an argument or anything. I just, I don't know what it was. Or maybe we were in an argument and I, I retaliated in not a good way. Uh, do you know the origins of your family name, your last name? I really don't. Uh, I know one of our later pastors in our church had tried to um, investigate where the name Bishel came from, and he looked all the records in Russia and no name ever came up like that, and it was, it was a name that he he, it was called Bushel, B U, S, S H E, L L, and that's as close as so it it evidently could have started that way, and then they kept, you know, bringing it down to where, and then once they got to America, they. They cut off a lot of the letters to make it Americanized. You know, Bischel is not a German, the way it's spelled, you know. 
And uh, in those days, I imagine there was some prejudice against him, and so they didn't want to, they didn't want to have a German-sounding name. So, but uh, <coughs> how the the original origin, I have I have no idea. I never investigated, but this pastor did, and that's as close as he could get to it. Um, last one mm-hmm. for this section. Mm-hmm. Um, any other stories that you want to share about childhood or growing up or anything like that? I know it was... Um, when I started school, I started at five, and I started in in Madeira, and the school was near the house I was I was born in, and um, I, I I just faintly remember the school. It was it was one room, and there were eight grades in in one room, and um, uh, being in the first grade, of course, there were no kindergarten in those days. Uh, otherwise, at five, I started at five, so I was, should have been in a, in a kindergarten. And um, the reason I started school, I think, was my mother had to take me along when she went out to do her her work, and, and it was cumbersome to have a little kid running around with her when she's trying to get work done. So I started school early, and so did my sister. Uh, I... I don't know um, what what really transpired in that school. I I do remember that the teacher, <coughs> excuse me, the teacher was um, concentrating on eighth graders to get them in the high school, and so our, us underclassmen didn't have much teacher attention. So so I I remember when we moved to uh, the area. Uh, in in Fresno County, that uh, the teacher thought that us first graders were smart. She didn't know what we were doing. We were, I think, we were coloring all day long. But she thought I was smart enough to be advanced to the third grade instead of the second. So when I came over to the the school <coughs> where I I grew up, the teacher uh, put me back in the first grade, and that upset my mother quite a bit so she went to another school and talked to the principal and they they put me in the second grade and I went there for one year and so then I I ended up back in the school district I was in and uh, uh, then I was really I don't remember many of the kids in that other school I was at second second grade but I I I do after I got to back to my my uh, uh, elementary school that I I finished and I I do remember most of my my childhood friends at that school, so that's uh, where we we started and we went through high school together and we we did a lot of things together and I I uh, I thought that was a good time in my life. Uh. I'll step back one, one mm. more. Do you remember your childhood address where you grew up? Boy. Or at least um, vague. There was, it probably wasn't even an address, you know, just a post office. I don't even remember po- the mailbox. Uh, it was in Kerman? No, it was over here in Madeira. Oh, Madeira. Yeah, 
it, it was down on, on the street. I don't know, remember what the street was now. It's called Avenue 9. And uh, it's about, it would be about f five miles from where we presently live. And that's where I was born and until I was five years old. And then my folks bought a, made a, a little bit of money uh, farming. I mean, um, uh, working the, what they did and were able to buy a, their first ranch and 